1: When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. All
0: right. Welcome back to another episode of the pod of thrones. And I am your King Dino red. And, uh, this week we don't have Sir Latone Hart uh, with us. He is away from the castle, uh, taking care of an emergency, but we do have a very, very capable stand in today. And, uh, joining me from the Mac and detox TV show. We have our good friend D give it up. What's up, sir? Thank you for joining me.
1: Uh-oh. D? I'm, I'm glad that I'm capable. I'm being described as capable. That's, that's been my lifelong dream. <laughs> well, you know, not everybody's capable. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I understand. It, it is a gift that I do not take lightly.
0: Right? A lot of people think, you know, they can get a microphone and uh, sit behind it, and that's all there is to it. But uh, you and I both know there's a lot more to it than that. Man, and if
1: I could if I could tell you about the struggle we had Sunday. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm going to have to hear about this off air, bro. Man. <laughs> Boy, you talk about podcasting guys just working against you one day. Ooh, <laughs> we got it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let me start. Well, this
0: is how I always like to start off. How, what do you think about the episode as a whole? This uh we're on, we're talking about ep, uh, season 5, episode 7. The Gift, episode, uh, season five, episode seven. The Gift. Thank you very much, yes, sir.
1: But to, to well, I can tell you that. what I thought of it, man. It's 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 getting to the point where it's now it's like, man, we only got three episodes left, right? But I, you know, I, I really enjoyed um, this past episode, and uh, yeah, man, a lot of got some good action, got some good titties, which is always good to tune in for. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and, and dare I say a, a pair of top five on the show, <laughs> right? Given, given, you know, the, the, the long list of uh, quality titties that we've seen on this show being immediately top five.
0: Yeah, I, I would, uh, I would definitely agree with that assessment. I likewise, I thought this episode was, um, pretty strong. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite episode of the season, but definitely not my least favorite, uh, well, that said, uh, there were some some little things that uh, I liked and a few little things that I didn't like. Um, right. You know, the one thing I I, I didn't uh, like is that we didn't get to check in with my girl Arya. so I missed yeah. her this week.
1: Yeah, that, you know that, and that's the the, the gift and the curse of a, a mm. show with a, a cast this size.
0: Mhm. So mm-hmm. you
1: know, like it's just certain people that they just don't have time for that they're not going to get around to and you just kind of like have to live with it pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and it sucks when the story starts to get interesting and then they just like, "Oh yeah, well you won't see them for 2 weeks." Right, right. Which brings me
0: to we're going to go ahead and get into it with our our first scene. We start off at the wall with uh Jon Snow and uh um, what's the guys in charge of the wildlings name? I forget you, you, you worse than me with names, uh, oh. but big red, I call him big red. red hey, look, that, it works for me, man, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. that's not his official name and he's not officially the, the leader yet, but I assume he will be because he's like the only, he's like the natural successor to, uh, to mass raider. Right. So,
1: right. 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 Cause he was pretty much telling, he was telling them that he's the guy that's going to step up. Right. Uh, his name is Tommen. Don't oh, know. Tormund, Tormund. Okay. Well, Big Red. Um, Yeah. yeah.
0: And and so I was, was, now this brings me to the first thing I was disappointed about because when I first saw them at the wall, I thought that they were coming back from this mission. I didn't know we haven't seen these fools for two weeks and these niggas ain't even left yet.
1: Right, man. That pissed me off. Sometimes you got to get that booking information right, man. You know, sometimes... (laughs) I wires like, hey, I know you want to fly on the velocity Velocity's it's, fucking up, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper if you leave JFK on a Wednesday, you know, you know, though. That, that, maybe that's what it was. They were just, they was just waiting for that deal, yep. the right deal. Tuesday yeah. Tuesday through Thursday
0: is a lot cheaper. <laughs> you save. <A> cheaper.
1: <laughs> Man,
0: I was really, really disappointed with that, though. Man, I thought that they would be on their way back by now, and I was okay with not seeing what went on with the mission just because they've been gone for two weeks. So I was ready for him to be back already with the wilding arming and all that and ready to go kick ass. And he, this nigga ain't even left yet. Ain't even left. Like what? I'm like, how can you still, how can you still not have left yet? Like you just dilly dallying and stuff. Jon Snow, get the fuck on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: just, right. Don't worry about it, man. You know, that Tuesday special, we're going to catch that. Right sudden, they just sitting there, just waiting, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I like how, you know, Al- uh, Alistair was pretty much like, look, I have to say this one more time. Right. I don't agree with you doing this. It's like, nigga, I already packed. Right. The horses are ready. You couldn't have say this a week ago? But he's like, guess what, bitch? I'm the
0: boss. I don't need you to agree. Pretty much. Now look after shit while I'm gone. Handle my light work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my, my dog, my dog Sam, g- gave him them uh, that dragon glass uh, shanks
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: sticky situation. Dragon dagger, mm-hmm. <laughs> dragon dagger. Uh-huh. I like that. <laughs> yeah, like, you think you think he could have made something more creative than just like shards of it? Well wow. almost like he just like, look, this is what it is. I thought he was supposed to be a thinking man.
0: Who you mean, Sam?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, Sam didn't make that.
0: Oh, he did okay, all yeah, right. somebody gave that to him, all right, I can't remember who it was. I was trying to tell my wife who it was, but I can't remember somebody way back in shh, I wanna say season one, but it it was it was quite a while ago, somebody gave him that, maybe season two or something like that. Mm. Mm. but anyway, um yeah, so um uh, so then what well, was the next thing we moved to um see Sam and uh, Gilly. Over the uh, over the 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 out the the body of uh, Master. the my, yeah Meister Amon uh, laid up uh, dying basically on death's door because he's dying of old age because dude is like 107 or some shit.
1: Right, right. And, and and it's funny because they they brought it up in the uh, in the pro, post credits. They was like, this might have been the first death of like natural causes. Right. And I thought about it, like, oh, yeah, that's right. That yeah. nigga old. Oh. I thought about that, too. That is the first, you know, first death we've seen. Somebody just, like, just yeah. old, just laying down and dying. Yeah, but one thing that he told him, um, which, I, you know, I guess it, it'll happen. Like, we'll kind of see uh, the early onsets of it later on in the episode. But one thing that he told him is to get little Sam as far south as he possibly can. You know, and this dude, as as wise as he is, man, like, something... You know something much worse is coming, either for Gilly or for Sam, or just for the wall in general. So he's just like protect, um, protect little Sam and get him as far south as, as you can. Right, right. So uh, yeah, and it, it was uh that was
0: that was a, a very touching scene for them to uh, you know show the the old man with the little new, well not newborn but practically newborn baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, just that contrast there, and then him getting that little joy out of hearing him laugh, and reminding him of uh, his brother, and when he was a baby and everything like that. So I thought that was that was pretty touching.
1: L- little um, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was, and and then I, what I liked about it is he, you know, because the only thing that we've heard of uh, Edgar Targaryen is just he's the the mad, mad king. king, right? King, and uh, Maester Aemon. I think at some point it came up that like he was offered the throne, but he didn't want it. And you hear about how joyful he talks of his brother before he took the throne. You right. Know, used to much like he used to be, you know, he used to be happy before he was king. And I just thought that that was like something interesting to see. Like, is that a Targaryen thing? Like, do we have to worry about any when, uh, when she takes over? Well, my guess is, um,
0: and I don't have anything to base this on. This is just my personal theory. My personal theory uh the madness in the show like the mad king Joffrey um pretty much everybody except for uh, Ramsay um to me it traces back to um uh what do you call it incest mm. it seems like the the people that practice incest it doesn't get all the the children of it but it gets like seems like it gets like one out of 3 or something like that or one out of 4 just kind of at random because you know um Khaleesi's parents are brother and sister and Khaleesi's brother was crazy like that. Mm. Right. And so then you got the mad King, you know, um, there was, I believe his parents were siblings. And then you got, uh, you got Joffrey who we know for a fact that his, his parents are siblings. Right. So I, I just think that I don't know if they'll ever like let us know or say it straight out, but I do believe that it's the byproduct of incest. This, this madness stuff that's going on.
1: Yeah. Y'all yeah, can see it. Oh, I mean, and, and the big thing about it is, like, I think to a certain extent, you do have to have some kind of evilness to you. Like, this is a world where <laughs> there's no elections. It ain't like you doing a bad job, they can you know vote you out of office. Like, if you're doing a bad job, somebody's coming to behead you and take the kingdom. So it's like you gotta have like a certain grit and and anger to you, I think, to, to rule. But You Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. I think to a certain point, it becomes hard to cut that off and just be a normal ruler. So so do you so you think that it's kind of like the the job that causes them to go
0: mad? Because it seems like to me that I don't know about the Mad King, but Joffrey was definitely crazy before he was made king. That just exacerbated (laughs) all the power that he
1: got. Yeah, like the um, the Iron Throne just kind of turned Joffrey into what he was. It's kind of like that that famous quote that Jay-Z always talking about, like, um, money just exposed your true self, right? And it's kind of like the throne just exposed who Joffrey really was, right? Exactly. Didn't necessarily applied to him because that nigga was just crazy. Yeah. Well,
0: same thing with uh, Khaleesi's brother too, uh, yeah. varies or whatever. He he was he you know he hadn't attained any kind of uh, power yet, and he was already crazy and abusive. So mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, okay. Uh, so our next scene is we have Reek. Uh, going up to to feed Sansa, and she's locked, li- basically um, kept prisoner in her chambers. Her chambers is basically a, a cell, and she's yeah. she's just there to to be raped every night, and and you know
1: wreak. Uh, <laughs> What'd you say? I said, talk about brutal, man. Yeah, she looked real beat up, and it's funny because I thought the girl, um, I want to say Miranda. Yeah, that's her name. You're talking about the, uh, his side piece? Yeah, I felt like she was like... I, I couldn't tell whether she was being disingenuous or not by warning Sansa about... Oh, she, she was. was. She was. But like it it almost seems as if she was warning her, like, yo, this dude is really effed up. No, she was warning
0: her, but she was being disingenuous because she wasn't warning her for Sansa's sake. She was warning, warning her, hoping that Sansa was scared of the, the dude and got the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So she wouldn't have to share them. That's that, and and she'd leave them all to her. You know, she'd have them all to herself. That's why. So she was—you were right. She was being disingenuous, but at the same time, she was warning her, but not for you know, not out of the goodness or kindness of her heart, or for any kind of uh, feeling sorry for Sansa or anything. So right. yeah.
1: But man, talk about a bad, a bad ending, man! And then she tried to, you know, like she she tried her best to uh, to to get through to Theon. Like, look, take this candle put it in the highest window of the old watchtower. So, and they going to come in here and save us. Little does she know it's, it's only two people, but (laughs) not, not only little did she realize just reek agree, agreeing to do that.
0: That is fucking progress. It is. That's, that's, that is a,
1: a, that is a leap forward. Like none other from him. Right. Now, now, this scene this next scene confused me, or well, I guess the scene that's a continuation of this. It kind of confused me because, like you say he he takes the candle and he is going up to the old watchtower. Do you think he was going up there with the intent of putting it in the window, or do you think that he knew Ramsey was up there and he was going basically to rat her out i because <sighs> Ramsey was just sitting there chilling right?
0: Yeah, I even heard on one other show, I think it was uh I believe it was Nina's show, um uh, shout out to pro- uh podcast uh fandom where they were mm-hmm. talking about it and she thought that that Ramsey wasn't even in the tower, that he was at his his own place and re oh. like did a about face and, and went there or whatever. Like he thought about going up. But I I don't this is what I think that ha- happened. And I watched this scene several times. I think reek went up to the tower with the intent of putting the candle in the window. And I think Ramsey to show Sansa and reek that he's always at least, at least one step ahead of them. If not three, four, five or six steps ahead of them, that he's going to park his ass right there and be eating dinner. Like what, you know, so that when reek came in and then when reek, when we walked in and saw him, he had to go ahead and tell him what was up, you know, because, Right, you know, he obviously knew. So yeah, yeah, he did. He did a number on this dude. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Ramsey ain't no joke. Ramsey is like if Littlefinger and and Joffrey had a baby, it'd be uh, Ramsey Bolton.
1: Yeah. Now one of the (laughs) a couple podcasts I've been listening to been going back and forth with each other. Um, the Hot Fire Starter podcast and the Black Guy Who Tips. Uh huh. They've been going back and forth about who's more evil, Joffrey or Ramsay. Uh huh. And it just seemed like Ramsay is playing in a whole different ball field than than Joffrey was. Like, jo- don't get me wrong, Joffrey was evil, right? Like right. He 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 beheaded the hero of season one. I you know I guess. But like the shit that Ramsay is doing, and like the smile, and like just. Nonchalantness of it, man like th- this dude is insane i'm about to put I'm about to put it into it for you this is this is the
0: answer, okay, you ready? go ahead they're equally as evil, okay, mm-hmm. but the one who's most dangerous is ramsey, and this yeah. is why, for a couple of reasons they're they're both sadistic, they're both mm-hmm. insane mm-hmm. right. They both get off on torturing people, all that. But the thing is, Joffrey is a coward. That's one. Mm -hmm. That's one strike against him. So he's only gonna go so far and he's only gonna do it if he's got backup and things like that. Ramsey is fearless. He don't give a flying fuck. He doesn't care. He is fearless. He will fucking take on anybody anything. So that's another that's another advantage that or another thing that makes him more dangerous than Joffrey somebody who does is not afraid of dying or afraid of getting hurt to somebody who likes pain. That's another thing. You know, uh, Ramsey is, you know, he's masochistic as well as sadistic. Uh, and Joffrey's not. So, you know, Joffrey don't want to get hurt and, uh, he don't mind getting hurt. So that makes him dangerous or more dangerous. Another thing that makes him more dangerous is that Ramsey is way smarter than Joffrey. Joffrey was an idiot. He was a little, a little dumb idiot playing king,
1: right? And he's the, the type of idiot that thinks he's the smartest person in the room too, which is the worst kind to me. Right,
0: right, because he's just his ego is so big, and yeah. he has nothing to base it on. He's he's not smart at all. He's actually stupid, but he thinks he's smart just because he's got such a, a narcissistic personality. Yeah. Whereas Ramsey actually is intelligent, which makes him more dangerous. That's why I said he's like Littlefinger. And like if Joffrey and Littlefinger, he's got the he's got the the cunning and the intelligence of Littlefinger with the planning and the playing the chess and five moves ahead of everybody. And he's got the the evil, sadistic nature of Joffrey. He's got the the worst of those. So he's like that some sick, twisted love child of of Joffrey and Littlefinger. (laughs) (laughs) As we
1: as we see in this. uh, Wait, did, did it happen then? No. No. no, okay. Yeah, we'll get back to
0: it. We'll get back to that, right? So we we leave there and we go back to uh, back to the wall where we're having uh, Meister Amon's funeral, and my mm-hmm. boy Sam is presiding uh, over, uh, giving the doing the last rites or giving the eulogy. And mm-hmm. uh, Sam, you know, he's come up. He's like all the time giving these eloquent speeches and whatnot. You know, showing off all his learning and his education and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> All them books, man, putting them books to good good use. Now let me ask you this. Now when Alistair bends over and says you're losing all your friends, Tarly, or something to that effect, what do you what did you make of that? Like they don't, you know, they don't generally just say shit just to be saying shit on this show. So I'm wondering, like, I, I didn't I I didn't recall him having a big problem with Sam other than the fact that he's loyal to John. Right. So and Sam's not much of a threat. He's more of like I said, he's loyal to John. He's, he is, he's, he's obviously intelligent, um, but he's a, a gentle dude. I don't really, and he doesn't really start any trouble or make any trouble.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, think about it. Like Alistair was close to being Lord of command until, you know, Sam nominated John. Right. And then like, I mean, you got that, then you got all of these, like, like, think about it. is probably one of the, the better fighters and warriors up there. But, like, you got this myth growing around Sam that he killed the walker. And, and like, this, like, this dude that probably couldn't beat anybody one-on-one in combat at, at the wall got lucky this many times. And I think that the reason that he said it is because, like, now there's nobody caping for him. You know what I'm saying? Like the only person th- I mean, he had John. He had uh Maester Amen. Well John is well, not gone forever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, hey look, I don't know how long this <laughs> this expedia <laughs> trip gonna take. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? But like I mean it, it don't take long for, for, for shit to go wrong at the wall, man, as we see. So do you, you think know? that was a death threat? Do you
0: think he would actually kill kill Sam if he got the chance? That that I don't know. Cause I'm like, um, if you're not gonna kill him, what's the point of saying that? I'm like, are you just want him to think? I mean, what? Like I'm saying, what's the purpose in saying that? Really, I don't really get it. I know that he's not your favorite person. I understand that, but why point out the fact that you all alone? Like, I don't know, nobody's watching your back. You know, right. to me, it sounds like a, a very subtle death threat. Right. But I don't yeah. really see. I don't see Sam being enough of a threat to 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 risk killing him, you know what I'm saying? He's a I don't know. Anyway, all right. Uh, that's just what I was thinking on. So we can move on. Um, so the next scene is uh So yes, yeah, so okay, so uh so I, I think
1: we go back, go back to the North, right?
0: Right, right. No, we, yeah, we go back to Winterfell. Where yeah, we better- Yep. where reek uh well we talked about where reek went up and he caught and, and ramsey was there waiting on him yeah and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. so now we now we go back and we see uh ramsey out in the i guess the courtyard type area and and he had uh, apparently sent for sansa because she comes down and joins him and they start this little banter and i like the fact this is here where sansa where it kind of shows that even though she's being raped on a continuous basis that and by the way all these people were shocked by that. How would you guys think this was going to go? Because, like, yeah. I mean, before they got married, I pretty much knew this was going to be the relationship. Because, one, Sansa would never willingly have sex with him. Never. Right? right? Number two, Ramsay is not going to be Tyrion and not have sex with her. So, therefore, the only other alternative is that she's going to be raped. And he's not going to just do it on the wedding night only. He's going to do it every time he feels like it. So, right. I mean, what there, there was you know, no
1: other way this could go, really. Right. It's almost like they never seen the show. Right. <laughs> like this is something or something that's either threatened or executed often. And I get to people that like, oh, man, rape, rape shouldn't be used as a plot device. But I'm like, I mean, look at the times, though. It's not like, really this, even a this, it's
0: not really a plot device. Anything, anything other than this happening Would not be true to these characters because that would mean that Ramsey would either have to show kindness, which he has none of, or Sansa would have to somehow find love for him or find somehow become willing to have sex, with, which that's not going to happen either. So neither one of those scenarios, which are the only two alternatives. Could never happen with these characters. Therefore, it would not be true to the characters and would not be real. So it's not a plot device. It's the natural evolution of these two characters. Exactly. You know that's exactly. that's all it is. That's all. It, this could go no other
1: way and be believable. None. None. Yep. And the only other thing, and 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 pretty much to to conclude just how F'd up Ramsey is. Yeah. Yeah, man. He he out here. Uh. I don't even know what to call that, man. What, skinning? (laughs) Yeah. Well, before
0: that, though, before, a little bit before that, though, I want to talk about the, uh, so I want to say, so despite the fact that Sansa is getting raped on a nightly basis, um, we see here that she's not being a victim, though. Because, for one, uh, uh, at least she's not being so much of a victim that she's not trying to rescue herself or trying to better her situation somehow. You we see her previously appealing to Reek for help. Okay, so that's one thing. We and then that she's I don't know if she's ever done that before. I don't know if she's ever enlisted anyone to help her before. Well I don't recall her doing that in King's Landing. Um and then we see her talking shit to Ramsey. When he she's talking about, oh, you know, what about your little brother, your little legitimate brother that your stepmom is about to have. Like you just a bastard. Ramsey's like, well, you know, bastards are coming up these days like your brother. And so he's he's throwing, you know, salt back at her. And so she slaps him with some more. You know, he's like, well, I've been legitimized by Tommy. And she's like, yeah, that's another bastard. So, <laughs> right. so, th- so, so that, that's like the elephant in the room that everybody's aware of at this point, right? Right. Oh, yeah, everybody knows. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so then she's like, well, you know, a legitimate heir is always going to have more claim to the throne and to the inheritance than, than you will, you know, no matter how many times you've been naturalized or whatever, and how many papers you guys signed and how many passports and green cards you got, it it really don't matter. You know, (laughs) you know, and, uh, so he was like, okay, whatever you talking, all that shit. Come here. I got something to show you. (laughs) I forgot why I really brought your your little big mouth ass out here. (laughs) Right. Right, So now go ahead and say what you were going to say about this scene right here.
1: Hey man, he is, <laughs> I mean, I think he missed his calling as a, as a meat carver yeah, or something. He should have been but a butcher. Uh, yeah. This dude, man, he, uh, <laughs> Mr. fish And the thing is just the calmness and the sheer, the sheer joy that he gets out of it. Right. Cause it was like, oh yeah, we, uh, he was like, you know, everybody started talking once I skinned them alive and he was like, we breed them, uh, what do you say? We breed them tough in the North. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, old bird died before I even got to her face. Like yeah. he was disappointed. <laughs> that right. Chose-
0: mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. And the thing is, he not only does he get pleasure from doing it, he's getting pleasure out of the torture that he's inflicting on Sansa by exposing her to it. You know, even that is bringing him joy as well. So, yeah, he's he's really fucked up.
1: Yeah, he is, man. And like and and the crazy thing about it is at this point he don't even have to do anything else to wreak. Like so like the idea that she is she's going to be able to do like this is one thing that would piss me off. If she somehow undo the he's been with Ramsey for what? Maybe a year or two at this point? I, I have no idea. <laughs> the idea that she would be able to undo what Ramsey has done to wreak at any point this season i would just throw my hands up and be like that's some bullshit yeah true he's that like, he he doesn't even have to do anything to reek at this point like he reek is seeing how he's disposing of so many other people and it's just keeping him in, him uh him in line right yep
0: so um then we move on uh to to uh uh king stannis and his uh, his army on his, on their way to uh, on their way from the wall to Winterfell to engage in battle with the Boltons. And uh, he's under he, he's got problems. You know, he's run into the weather because uh, they've been saying for five years that winter's coming. That bitch is finally here and she ain't no joke. She's yep. cold as fuck. She's freezing motherfuckers and people are dying in the night. You see it's is snowing
1: that- constantly. Cause he said winter is coming. If this ain't winter.
0: No, it's still like, this is like the beginning of it. This is like fucking like, it's like post fall. You know, it's like, it's still like, in, in, and <laughs> it's not really even full on winter yet. It's like, it's still fall, you know? Yeah. It, it's like, it's crazy. It's like the end of fall. It's like not even sun. It's not even, it's not even winter full on winter yet. It, we ain't talking the, uh, January, February weather
1: yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like September and shit. <laughs> you, you stay on the West Coast. I stay in the South, man. That was winter to me. <laughs> that was as much winter as I ever want to see in my life. Oh, you don't want to even talk about me being from California. It, it, it looks like
0: winter. This whole since the show started, winter uh, the the North Winterfell. It always looks like winter. Why? That's why I figured they call it Winterfell because it looks like winter fell and it stayed. <laughs> yeah. because it's always cold up there it's like Alaska or some shit it's like permanently cold I'm like it's like the fucking North Pole or something so exactly. anyway um, so yeah so Stannis uh, his army is uh, his, they're freezing they're dying and then uh, he lost like 500 cell sailors just up and left and was like fuck this shit there ain't enough gold in the world
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> All black people
0: like you know you can't spend gold if you did
1: fuck this (laughs) (laughs) right right and they definitely dipped out man and he lost horses and stuff like that was just bad all around man real bad worried about getting some ass yeah (laughs) and davos
0: is like you know we should go back to the wall because this is not good we're not gonna be at full strength and stannis is like fuck that i ran from king uh from uh king's landing and if I run again, I'm gonna be known as the motherfucking king that runs all the goddamn time. So he's like, we march forward to victory, or we march forward to defeat. But still, we go forward. Yeah. And And uh, Davos was like, God damn, this motherfucker is stubborn, and he just walked away shaking his head. And then <laughs> then he gets uh, then he gets pissed off at his red at his red at his red bitch, and she's all he's all like. God damn it, you and all your visions and shit. You know what? You, what you done got me into now? And she's yeah. like, "Why you, you starting to question it?" Right, right. Starting to question his faith. And she's like, "Why are you? You know, you saw it for yourself. The, the the great battle in the fire. You know." And he's like, "I don't know what the fuck I saw. I was on that opium shit that you gave me, and you know, <laughs> the, the weed is strong these days. I, I don't Look. know what I was looking at. I was tripping." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Compared to what his wife looked like, he was happy somebody else was giving him some ass, man. So he would have saw whatever it was he needed to see to keep her around. Man, his wife is one of the
0: most perplexing characters on this show to me. I don't understand that one. First of all, she's a horrible mother. And I hate her for that. I hate her for being a horrible mother. She appears to be a horrible wife. She seems to be, she's probably a lousy lay. (laughs) And she's just like, what, what good are you? You know, she's just, Oh, I, I can't stand that woman. But anyway, enough for her. Um, then, uh, no.
1: go, go ahead. Go, go. No, no, no. I was going no. Cause I, I think I'm what you, what I'm going to say going after what you say, go ahead. Okay. So, um, then the red witch is like, you know, it's time that we
0: uh, go ahead and do that sacrifice thing and we get, you know, some more call up some of the power from our God and, 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 on our side and you know make make our situation better and stannis is like well we don't have no bastard around here you know like we did last time she's like we don't need a bastard we got princess shireen she better than a bastard she right. princesses
1: she got your blood in her see and, he, and, that, and that's what that's where i was going with mine like do you think that one do you think she's gonna leave it alone because i i have a feeling as horrible as a mother as uh Stan's wife is. I'm almost certain she'm like, oh, all we gotta do is sacrifice grayscale. Shit, let's do it. <laughs> you think the mother'd be on board with that? Uh, yeah, I think she would. Wow. Like, we we gon' dog. No. She is actively letting her husband sleep with this red devil because she thinks <laughs> it's gonna lead to him being the throne. <laughs> her daughter's just another obstacle. She might. I mean, I wouldn't. I
0: wouldn't be totally shocked. Yeah, I, I, I would be a little bit shocked. I wouldn't be totally shocked because she's such a horrible mother. And, you know, she resents the child and stuff for things that has nothing to do with her. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be just totally, totally shocked. But um, I don't I definitely don't think the Red Witch is going to leave it alone. And but I'm wondering if because y'all thinking y'all and like Nina and those guys over at Project Fandom, everybody thinks that drinking that Stan's Kool-Aid thinking he's the father of the year. On that, on that Joe, like on that Joe West type shit, <laughs> and uh, I don't, I don't think Stannis is father of the year, but I don't know if he's gonna go for this shit. So, we'll, this would be
1: interesting development. I would like to see. I can't wait to see how this plays out. Right, right, yeah, same thing. Because I, I mean, he, and and like the thing is, I, I would have expected Stannis to do it, but given that scene, that one scene from two weeks ago, really got me in doubt now. Because mm-hmm. before, if they if they didn't have that scene with him and his daughter. I would have been like, well, yeah, he'll probably do it, just knowing like how how gun ho he's been about like getting the throne. But after that scene, I'm like, this dude really loves this girl, though.
0: Wait, so, so wait, you guys, you guys yeah. forgot the fact that the girl's basically been in the dungeon her whole life.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm saying, look, look, I ain't saying that he should win Father of the Year or anything like that. I'm <laughs> well, just saying, well, you saying that he really loves her. What father who
0: really loves his daughter gonna leave her locked in the basement because she got a little grayscale on her face?
1: Residual grayscale. Hey, but look, we've seen people do away with their children for way less. So the fact that she's even alive at this point, I think it's a benefit. And I know it sounds... Look, no, Dino, listen. I know it sounds fucked up, man, but this is the world that we're in. Like, there, I mean, how many great parents are there on this show? Mm, Yeah, not a whole lot. That's true. Hey, look, so he could have just said, oh, she got grayscale? Just cut her head off and be done with it but nah I mean he you know he tried to save her and see I feel like he's
0: great <laughs> he's I feel great. like Stannis is on some of that Chris Rock shit where he where Chris Rock be talking about niggas always bragging about doing shit that they supposed to be doing I take care of my kids <laughs> Like I didn't chop my daughter's head off when she got grayscale. I scoured the whole. I'm rich and and powerful, and I had my minions scour the earth for a a cure for her. Nigga, that's what you supposed to do. You rich and powerful. (laughs) (laughs) you You got a point. You know, like how you gonna brag about that shit? That's your daughter, your only child, your only child, not your only daughter, your only child, your only child.
1: Right, right.
0: Of course, you go, you know, but then you allow her to be locked up in the dungeon her whole life? Like, for what? For nothing. Because you embarrassed? And you notice he never said, no, we're not embarrassed. He just told this sob story, but he never answered the fucking question. And I didn't miss that either. He never said, no, nah, I'm not embarrassed by you. Because his fucking actions pre- betray him. He is embarrassed. Why else he kept her locked away in, her, in a fucking cell her whole life with some books? Come on now, with all the books in the world, like Gilly say. Uh, speaking of Gilly,
1: though. Right. Right. That's the next scene. So, you so, rape. what'd you say? I said, speaking of Gilly and rape. Okay. Oh, man. Did
0: hey, somebody say rape?
1: <laughs> I like, I like how the dude was like look man i'm gonna be honest i can't tell whether you're like real world attractive right or i seen a woman in three months attractive right either right
0: way, right you're getting raped <laughs> yeah either way it really don't matter because either way you about
1: to give it up <laughs> <laughs> right right man so and, yeah uh, and uh yeah man so she you know she tried to do whatever she could to fight him off mm-hmm. and then dog sam in that in that uh at this point still in that friend zone hall of fame yep showed up and took the ultimate of ass whoopings (laughs)
0: well you know i kind of don't agree that sam was in the friend zone because sam was in the friend zone only because
1: that code
0: yeah only yeah yeah he was in in the friend zone in the sense that they hadn't had sex but that's the only reason he was in because of his his oath but in every other way, they've been acting like a couple, and they've been interacting like a couple. So, and she she made it perfectly clear, probably last season I think it was that she would be willing to break him off some, you know. Mm. So oh, wow. I, I wouldn't really call that the friend zone. But yeah, but mm. Stam stepped in, was like, "You bet! You better step the fuck off! You messing with my woman?" Yeah, and yeah,
1: and, uh, <laughs> and proceeded to get his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, he did.
0: He got beat <laughs>
1: down. Woo. It was. Him. <laughs>
0: oh, poor Sam!
1: Right, man. It, it, I mean, it, yeah. I'm, it, look, but like, if anything, man, he does. He does have like a, a you know some a lot of courage, I guess. Yeah, he so does. He was, was pretty much like, man. I, I you know I killed a, a white walker. I killed a wildling. He killed something else. He was like, I'll take my chances with you, right? And uh, yeah, then that um that wolf came around the corner, like, oh, what's up? We we got a problem, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it was like Ghost was like,
0: You want some of me, motherfucker? Right.
1: <laughs> right. Like, like, do, we, do we have a problem here? You know, because I could use a snack right about now. Exactly. They were just like, Nah, we good, man. It ain't even that serious, bro. It ain't even that serious. And then they ran off. <laughs> I mean, because it, it goes to the character of these people. Like, I mean, the one thing that, that we know about the wall is a bunch of thieves, rapists, and cowards. Right. Pretty
0: much. Murderers and all kind of yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. So, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Low lifestyle. Yeah.
1: All he had to do was growl at them dudes, and they was gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I like the fact that Ghost showed up because it kind of like, like, kind of like that because John and, and Sam got the connection. So, and then like, Ghost is there kind of like standing in for John, watching Sam's back, you know. My right. my nephew, though, he's, like, really, really pissed off about the lack of uh, attachment of Ghost and, and uh, Jon Snow. He feels like um, – because my my nephew, he's a book reader. So yeah. I guess in the book, basically, Ghost is like a, another weapon. You know, like, he doesn't go anywhere without Ghost. It's like he doesn't go anywhere without a sword. But in, in this in – the, in the show, it's not like that. They don't have that exact same attachment, and you, you don't see – ghosts for episodes at a time
1: right and he yeah, really, exactly.
0: yeah, he really dislikes that he dislikes the fact that you know he didn't take him on this mission because you know it's like that's like him leaving his sword but i don't have a problem with it because that's the books and the show hasn't set up that type of relationship so him leaving ghosts or taking ghosts it could have gone either way and been perfectly in character because it just kind of seems like he just randomly takes him or not takes him it doesn't seem to be any type of uh pattern to when he decides to take him or not
1: right right um <laughs> and uh <laughs> sam um sam became a man this episode too dog yes he did uh, indeed yeah. hey look man that <laughs> that scene <laughs> was probably the most honest realest thing because yes. it don't matter if you're uh, on the wall it don't matter if you're in Bravo's. It don't matter if you're a nigga from South Central or, you know, somebody in Alabama. Everybody can relate to that first. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody can relate to that. Yeah. We've all been there, man. That first time you get a taste, it's just like, whoa, whoa. this what everybody's been doing.
0: Yeah. And I like the fact that it wasn't pretty and it wasn't sexy. I like it was- you know, but, but like you said, I think it was super honest. I think it was super realistic and super relatable. I don't know. Um, some people like Nina was pretty much disgusted by it. Uh, she didn't use exactly that word, but she was like, I didn't need to see that. and all, I, I didn't feel that way about it. You know, I, I felt like, I like you said, man, I thought it was super, I thought it was just really, really real and just, yeah. you know
1: do because that's one thing that's like been like my complaint about a lot of tv shows that i watch is that they make sex seem like empire yeah they make it seem like it's perfect like she (laughs) knows all of your moves she know when like it could be the first time somebody hook up and it's like oh but she know when i lean this way to lean that way (laughs) sex sex is not that choreographed the first time it's sloppy and you gotta figure that person out, especially if it's the first time. man. Yeah. but they just gonna seem like people just know these puzzles and how to fit them in place. And it's just like, yeah, look, it's not like that all the time. So yeah, I do, I do like how awkward it was because whose first time wasn't awkward,
0: right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and even though it wasn't Gilly's first time, it was kind of her first time. It was her first time in a in a a normal. Uh, yeah. loving relationship you know before it was you know her father raping her you know <laughs> so
1: exactly
0: so yeah all right so uh, now we head across the
1: narrow sea to uh, Essos I have to say man it's about time it warmed up man this episode was feeling <laughs> real cold <laughs> Yes, it's much warmer over there in Essos yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get. I guess it doesn't
0: really matter which part. I think all the Essos is, is warmer than uh, than uh, uh, uh Westeros right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, they're actually in Marine. We uh, we go to Marine and we go to we uh, finally see these 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 slaver fights in the slave pits that they've been talking about for mm. loads so many episodes and I got to say this is uh oh actually I am skipping ahead I'm skipping ahead we're not yeah. we're not there yet we're at the um
1: we're at actually the au- at
0: the auction <laughs> yeah where they're uh, auctioning <laughs> off uh uh they're off Tyrion and um Ser Jorah to uh to the highest
1: bidder low key um yeah. one of the blackest <laughs> moments in TV history you got black and brown people selling white folks right right that's no. what I was talking about that last week when they caught them. <laughs> loved it i was i was like good
0: right so they asked yeah all the slavers were black and brown and all the slaves were white <laughs>
1: like, and I, put I, almost the script. I almost high-fived my tv man
0: <laughs> <laughs> not that we condone the, the slave the, the slaving of white people but the enslaving of white people but still it was funny to see yeah <laughs> <laughs> a little irony there
1: and, and it was pretty good that Tyrion um, continues to find a way to, to talk himself out of, uh, it like, just. Death. Out of and into certain
0: situations, right. Exactly. Yeah, he was
1: like, look, man, um, I ain't going to survive without this nigga. Right. So uh, let me whip this dude's ass real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep. So he, he beat up that kid <laughs> who looked like he might have been borderline retarded.
1: Hey, man, but that kid kicked him and, and hit him for no reason when right. he was walking.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he did. He yeah. did. So that was it was good to see that uh Tyrion, see Tyrion <laughs> whoop his ass. That was good. <laughs> so anyway, uh they eventually get bought uh together. Mm-hmm. And uh then we go on to visit Danny in bed with her boy Davos, even though she's engaged to Dario. Uh, Dario, yeah, Dario, I'm sorry. Uh in her bed, in bed with her man Dario even though uh she's engaged to uh that guy from
1: Marine yeah i i like how she just assuming that he know that he not getting no pussy she was like yeah he understand that this is purely a political thing right does he that that seemed like that's a conversation that needs to be had right yeah <laughs> like why why on earth would he
0: assume that you know what i mean cuz <laughs> who assumes that i'm getting married to not fuck right <laughs> So right, because right, really that might have some kind of bearing on his uh, decision on whether or not he wants to marry you.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of it's kinda like, look, at this point, it's like, look, marry her or be fed to the dragons. But if you marry her, you can't have sex with her. It's just like, hmm, I don't know about that one. Right. So... <laughs> I, I think i that uh, Dario just suddenly has all of a sudden... Just like, but he he had a good point though. He was like, "Hey, the son of the harpy start killing. Hmm, wonder if it's because their leader is now king. Hmm, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That that could be made. I like how she just kind of dismissed it though. Like, oh man, you jealous that I'm about to marry this nigga? <laughs> he was like, yeah, you know I am a little bit, but you know you. I mean, don't mean it's not true. Yeah, I mean, it's not true. So, yeah, I just thought he he had a lot of uh, words of wisdom. Um, I don't know what it amounted to, like, especially when he was pretty much telling her, like, hey, you know, you, you don't go through with this. You should just marry me. And she was like, well, why would I do that? She basically and, laughed in his face. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, even yeah. if I wanted to, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. and but, but, hey, he hit her with that cold pimp line, though. He was like, well, that means everybody in the city of Marine is free except you. Right. Mm. bars dog bars <laughs> i can see how he'd be talking this way in a women's bed man he, he, hey that's a good line <laughs> oh yeah nice line yeah. Nice. and um he he was pretty much telling her that um as a ruler she either has to be the butcher or she's the meat and that goes back to that mindset that we spoke of like you really got to have that I mean, as bad as it sounds, you really gotta have that killer mindset, or you're gonna be the one to get killed right um so hopefully she doesn't take it too hard because too hard because she has a history of mental illness in her family <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying I would like for her to at least be sane enough to get to King's landing right,
0: <laughs> okay, so speaking of King's landing, uh we are now back in King's Landing with the uh the high sparrow and
1: uh the queen of thorns. Mhm. And let me just say like it, it, this is this actually popped up on a, a lost episode of the podcast. We'll talk about that off camera. Okay. <laughs> um, but I was just saying like how I I my whole mindset is just spin-offs. I would watch a spin-off of like Real Housewives of Westeros. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Cersei and Marjorie and Lady Olena has to be there because everything she says is bars. Like, yeah, she's the sassiest old lady, <laughs> the shadiest old lady ever. Yeah, so HBO, make that happen, man. It could, it doesn't even have to be a serious show, it could be a parody of the real house. I don't care, just real house, real housewives of Westeros. Right? I'm there
0: for it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so, um, basically, this in this scene queen of thorns uh she's trying to figure out the angle of the high sparrow and uh so she's like basically you know what do you want nigga you want money you want bitches what, what do you want whatever you want i'll get it for you right and that's the thing high sparrow he he's he you might he might be a, a zealot but he's an honest dude and he's honest to his religion and he's true to to uh to his religion and his god
1: and he's not for sale I love that uh, that sparring back and forth where <laughs> she was like, "You don't have the the honor to stand before me." He was like, "And you won't <laughs> kneel before the gods." Right. It was like, "Don't spar with me, boy." Right. <laughs> <It was> good. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he brought up a good point. He was like, "Everybody has a price at some point." Like. We we talk so much about honor and, and uh, integrity on this show, but at the end of the day, a lot of these people don't have any honor or integrity. They can be bought. They can be persuaded. And this is the only person that has the, the conviction of their ways to just be like, no, I'm, I was ordered by God and to uh, clean the city up. And that's what I'm going to do.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. And, uh, So she walks away from that conversation kind of puzzled because, as he put it, like if you everyone you've ever encountered has some kind of angle, then you meet Mm -hmm. somebody who doesn't like you don't get it. You know, so she's at a loss. She doesn't know how to deal with that guy because she's never went up against somebody like that. And so she just spews out some more threats that really fall on deaf ears because he really don't care because he believes his God is going to provide. So he's like, whatever, old lady.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, everything that she tried to threaten him with, like, okay, well, what do you think y'all get y'all crops and gra- grains and stuff from? I'll just cut all that off and tell everybody you're to blame. Right. He was pretty much, like, some, <laughs> well, y'all are the few, we are the many, and I don't want to be around when the many is no longer afraid of the few. Right. You know? And, and it's it's such a dope com- concept, like, just in life in general, right? Yes. 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 Yeah, man. So that that was that was awesome. That was awesome. Like I, I mean, just throw him in in the spinoff show as well. Just, <laughs> Jonathan Price, man, he, he's he's been incredible this season. Like he's <laughs> I, I don't know if he could necessarily be up for an award, maybe like guest on role or something. But yeah, that dude as, as the High septum has been pretty damn good all year.
0: Yeah. So uh, next week moving to scene with Cersei and King Tommen while he's having a temper tantrum pretty much. Uh, right. So he's having a Royal temper tantrum while, uh, Cersei, uh, basically manipulates him and, 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 uh, talks about taking any type of action to save his wife. I wonder if this also is going to backfire on her, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> fact that she's got him, he's, he's, uh, basically told him that he can't do anything. Uh, that I'll be interested to see what happens next week, but uh, I
1: was just I was just happy that the the boy grew some balls and was just like I'll take my army down there and take that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy because like you you don't know what kind of king he's gonna be because right now he's basically just Cersei's puppet, so she can still right. be the queen, right? But that was the first moment that he kind of was like I mean, and eventually he reverted back to his you know Cersei pulling the strings with uh, right you know with him agreeing to let her go down there and speak to the high septum. but like at one point man he was really on some like yo i'm about to go down there and we going to uh take the septum back and we going to fuck some niggas up right but uh you know eventually like I said she she talked him out of it
0: mhm yes the puppet the puppet mistress with the uh, pulling the strings <laughs> yeah i was just like
1: man look at this scene i was just like man please don't kiss this boy <laughs> She's very incestuous, man. Like it's, it runs in the family trying to keep that bloodline strong, strong, but you know, <laughs> yeah, please don't kiss this dude.
0: So next we head south uh, to, um, to, uh, um, Dorn, Dorn. Thank you. Yep. yep. I want to say bravo to Dorn <laughs> and we see, uh, Jamie having a conversation with his daughter, and basically all this is about, oh, I'm, we need to take you back. It's for your own good. And, like, no, you don't know me anymore. Y'all gave me away when I was a baby and sent me here. So now I'm in love with this boy, this local boy. Um, yeah. And we're like Romeo and Juliet, and I'm going to stay here, and we're going to live happy ever, ever after. The yeah. end. And it's yeah, she pretty storms mu- out typical, of the room. Yeah, typical teenage behavior. Yeah, pretty much. You can't make me. Yeah. I'll hold my and breath. So that-
1: if that was a sale that Jamie was in, oh um, yeah,
0: yeah, nice. Yeah, I don't think it was a sale. I, I think that was, was the uh, the deluxe downstairs. accommodations.
1: I about to say, nice. Yeah. So then we downstairs where, uh, where Bron is. Yeah, now that's the sale. <laughs> that's the sale, man. Right. I was just like, my dog, my dog, Bron. he just sitting there chilling, singing. He know he going to get out of there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Come as sand snakes yeah man he's right across the uh right across the cell from them he's singing he got one of them all uh, enchanted and she starts clapping when he finishes and everything and her sister's looking at her like bitch and she's like up. what he can sing a little bit and then i love that line she says it's a good thing he's a singer because he was a
1: fighter we'd be in trouble <laughs> Dog, this, they, uh, them other two them other two have bars man cause he was like yeah I don't really uh, fight women she was like oh it's strange how many men we defeated have that same um <laughs> <laughs> the same theory. Like, right. it was so good man <laughs> then he just went on she kept asking him like well how's your arm was like, you know, it's all good, it's all good. Um, you know, it wouldn't be right to leave uh, Dorn with a, a scar, and she was just like, What makes you think you're leaving? He was like, Man, I ain't in no hurry, I ain't got nowhere to be. <laughs> so, uh, Dorn got some of the most beautiful women, and she was like, Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> it was like, I mean, other other Dorn women, I ain't say you, and that one turned on, man. <laughs> Look, I don't know what I don't know what his plan is, but. If she ain't kill him, she want him, Right. Just sit there and let him die. If I'm him, I'm like, dog, the weather's lovely down here. You see these titties, man. Right. You see? <laughs> I, look, man, I just, and the funny part about it is, like, I'm trying, I'm watching it with my girl, and I'm just, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how I'm going to play it, right? Because <laughs> in my head, I'm like, yo, <laughs> These titties top five. <laughs> look how they just sit between the bars, all perfect and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Right. And then my girl was just like, "Damn, she got some nice titties." I was like, "Oh, God, thank." It was like <laughs> I <just laughs> I was like, "Thank God you with me on this." They lovely. Because <laughs> you hey, look. Sometimes you never know, man. Because sometimes we be we'll we'll look at asses together at the mall, and then sometimes I pointed out, and she like. Why would you say that? Right. <laughs> so,
0: okay. Exactly. So
1: you got to play got to play your moments, man. Mhm. Mhm. Got to take that cue. Wait for that yeah. cue. But yeah, but that I mean, <laughs> she was basically like, "Hey dog, um, we poisoned you?" Which I I kind of figured because like yeah. they they made sure to show it during the fight and then they showed it again in the preview. Mhm. I was telling Mac it was like the preview really connects the dots for you during the episode like mm-hmm. hey i want to pay attention to this right uh, remember when this happened from like season two you know so um yeah it, you know he got posing and she was like who's the most beautiful woman in the world i got this antidote here he was like you are you are right right so, and she uh you know so she now i'm confused as to why she would save him though like Cause that, I mean, it has to be an attraction thing. Like she kind of wants some of that brawn action, right? Well, what else? What else I, I, she? I, they could. Well, come on now, look at her. You mean
0: to tell me she can't find no decent dick in all of Dorn? I think she can yeah. find some decent dick without having to save that guy. Yeah. I, I got to think it's deeper than, than that. Uh, that might, you know, be a part of it, but I don't know. I think it might be something deeper than that.
1: Yeah, like you think you think this is like creating some kind of some kind of debt to her now or something? Where like I don't know to be honest, man. I was trying to figure it
0: out myself, In- and I not coming up with anything. I don't really know. I don't know if they come up with a plan B. If maybe the I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really real don't. Secret. I'm I'm puzzled by it, but you know. I think
1: it's on some like, hey, you know, you remember that time I saved your life? Well, let's just say, you know, y'all have Marcella at a certain place at a certain time. Now, I don't know if he would do that because it seemed like him and him and Jamie are are rather friendly. But, you know, he also was very friendly with uh, Tyrion. And he was like, nah, dog, I can't fight for you no more. I got I got I'm promised a woman with a castle. Right, but they don't know about this history. and I don't think they have any reason
0: to think that he would turn. I don't know. You, you yeah, could be right. I don't know. I'm not, I don't really, I'm not. To me, there's not much to go on. So I don't really feel like speculating because it can go in any kind of direction, really. That's true. <laughs> that, right. But uh, our next Thanks. scene, we are back in uh, King's Landing. And mm-hmm. we are at, uh, we are at uh, Lord Baelish's brothel. You're listening
1: to the rest. Network.
0: Yeah, and so basically in this scene, Lady Olena is uh, talking to Littlefinger, and she's, like, pissed. <laughs> yeah, she is. She thinks Littlefinger is up to his tricks and uh, think that he's in King Landing to, 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 uh, to, to rat her out, you know, or uh, thinking about doing some kind of double cross or something like that. And she's like, look, nigga, like, I didn't kill Joffrey by myself. And if I'm going down, you're going down because I ain't got shit else to lose.
1: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like, when many times has Littlefinger like, maneuvered his way out of something, like this dude, he, he got all the cheat codes, man. Mm-hmm. He got all the cheat codes because he was pretty much like, well, look, I can't get, you know, Loris and Marjorie out, but I may have something that could help you out. Right. And we, uh, yeah, we later see, see what that is.
0: Yes. So, um, we go to the next scene, which is, uh, was the Cersei uh, visiting, uh, Martin? no, no, uh, no? Nah, Marine, the, the fighting pits. Then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Back to Marine again. Right. Okay. So yeah, we'll go back to Marine where uh and i was a little bit disappointed in the 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 fighting pit scene i was really really hoping to see some i don't know if you were a fan of spartacus when it was out did you watch spartacus
1: nah, no 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 and i was gonna watch it last summer but they mysteriously took it off of netflix but uh, now it's back on netflix now so it between that flash and the arrow that's those are my summer projects
0: yeah you gotta you gotta check out spartacus but i was hoping to see some uh I was hoping to see some Spartacus type shit. That's what I wanted to see uh, when they were in the pits. Yeah. I thought it was going to be that type of cinematography and that type. of I thought it was, just, you know, that kind of direction, but this was a, a pale, pale comparison to that.
1: It, yeah, these last two, like major fight scenes have been rather lackluster. Yeah. Cause like they hyped up them sand snakes and I was like, yo, it's only three of them. So they gotta be nice. They going to fuck some shit up. Right. But they, Oh, in like 10 minutes and then you get to this and like, I mean, I think part of the problem for me is that
0: it's hard. Like everybody's the best. You know what I mean? Like everybody is the fucking best. You got the sand snake supposed to be all of that. I mean, the unsullied are supposed to be all of that. Knights are supposed to be all of that. The uh the uh seven sons are supposed to be all of that. I mean everybody's supposed to be all of that. Brienne is all of that. Jamie was all of that before he lost a hand. And it's like everybody can't be all of that. So it's like who you know what I'm saying? What what is the scale and from from least to greatest and from greatest back down to least again? Like who really is the top and who really you know what I mean? I it it just. It's really hard to judge because we don't see them fighting that much. This really is not an action
1: show. So yeah. <laughs> and uh, it could just be like a, a, a timing thing, man. Like you got to catch, you know like maybe like maybe 9 times out of 10 Brienne doesn't beat the Hound, but she caught him that one time. Right. You know, it could be something like that.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if anybody else noticed, actually we uh we brought I brought this up on uh I think our show last season where uh all of Brienne's defeats they're like they kind of they all have an asterisk. Like the Hound was wounded, Jamie was wounded, like all her like major defeats are are there's an asterisk. Like she didn't like beat beat them at their
1: best. Mm, good point. So good point. that's you uh, make hyping her uh her abilities, yeah. <laughs> Run into Winterfell and just immediately get her head chopped off. <laughs> like she gonna see that candle and buzz up in Winterfell, like surprise, bitch! And then <laughs> Ramsay just waiting there, like, whoosh, right What the head.
0: Yeah. So, um, so anyway, yeah. This scene was it was kind of weak. You know, it yeah, was it was, it was really, really weak. It was.
1: Jorah just made light work of all of
0: these cats. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so so Jorah's like. Oh my Khaleesi's out there. Oh, I'll be damned. I got to get I got to get out there so my Khaleesi can see me.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can and then, win her that, forgiveness. Right. And then got the ultimate curve. As soon as he took that helmet off. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He was like, get him out of my sight. Right. He was like, Oh, baby, please, I got a gift for you. Please, no. please, baby, baby, please. Yeah. And all <laughs> of a sudden, Tyrion uh, walked out I'm like, Hey, what's up, y'all? Which is great. Like, and it's funny because like one I was uh reading um Alan Seppenwald from HitFix.com Hit Fix uh-huh. and he brought up something in the beginning that he noticed like a trend throughout the season. It's like he was saying that the one thing that is gonna happen is gonna be a nice blend of characters. Because like we have so many characters on this show and we have so many characters spaced out in regions to where it's it's really like four shows in the one where like the people in Essos don't really interact with the people in Westeros. So it was just a nice change of pace to for one, for the first time, see Danny and Tyrion in the same scene. Yeah. Yeah. Two actors that would like never cross paths. It wasn't for the Tyrion circumstances. Right. And now you have these two actors, you know, in the same scene. So I I think he was saying like the main, when he talked to the people that did the show, the main focus was to make the world seem smaller than what it was. Mm. Which would mean a lot of interaction with different people in different areas that wouldn't normally interact with it, you know. And that's that's one of the things that I've been trying to notice throughout the season. So it was good to see uh Tyrion up in uh Moran. Right. So, uh let's see. So after uh Sir
0: Davos, I mean not Davos, uh Sir Jorah makes uh light work, all these uh these uh all these little punks. Yeah. Um <laughs> We go back to uh, back to King's Landing, where uh, we see Cersei going to pour salt in the wound of Marjorie. Margaery. Poor Marjorie sitting there looking toe up from the flow up, literally, and <coughs> not even recognizable, hardly. And Cersei comes in bragging and boasting and serving her her
1: leftovers. <laughs> yeah, doing, that, doing that touchdown dance, yeah, which. You know, which we'll get to. But if anything, if you know from watching this show, you can't touch down dance before you win. It kills some of the best of them. And this
0: actress, the woman who plays Cersei, that smirk that she gives when she's winning and she's happy. Oh, boy. It's good. I It is good. It's so good. I hate it so much. Every time I see it, I want to slap her.
1: You know what it reminds me of what Joffrey used to have this little shimmy when he laughed at like other people's destruction,
0: uh-huh, he
1: used to have this little shimmy man, and it was so good, man. He'll just be laughing and just shaking that shoulder, <laughs> laughing. It was so good, yeah, that's what that smirk that's that's the level it's, it's on with me, man. like she thinks she won, she thinks she you know Marjorie is pretty much about to paint she got that little like that little smirk, man. And what, it's so what it reminds me of, too,
0: especially since she is not as good as she thinks she is. You ever been in an argument with someone who's just really ignorant or maybe just past, maybe just dumb, just stupid, one or the no. other, stupid or ignorant? And they're so dumb or ignorant that they are. They have no idea what you're. You're trying to explain to them or you're trying to, you know, you're trying to win the argument, whatever, but they're so dumb. They can't even comprehend what you're talking about. And they're so they're so dumb, but they think they winning in and they think they're smarter than you. And they think and, and they give. Oh, it's like that's that's how that, that's look when Cersei does that. That's how I feel. Like, like we, like me and Cersei just got into an argument, and she thinks she bested me, and she like don't even know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> it's like I just want to smack her. <laughs> oh man, that is like that look is just so it's fucking awesome. I hate it. it it's 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 ridiculous. It's mm. it, it's it's amazing. It's amazing that look. It is. It is so amazing. But uh, so basically, she goes in there and gloats and just pours salt noon of, of Marjorie. And Marjorie finally is like throws the food at her, and be like, you know, get out of here, bitch. You're going to pay for this and whatever else. So Cersei's so walking down the hall with that look. And uh, she goes in to the talk to the high sparrow and kind of goes back and forth with this jibber jabber, but only to find out that the chickens have come home to roost mm-hmm. and that her plan has backfired.
1: Which Dude, That whole metaphor was incredible, though, about how he why he chose this as, as I guess, the headquarters of the faith mm-hmm. and how there, when you it, there's this I don't even know what it is like this table that was built by these people that didn't want any recognition because the faith was pure. And he was like, no matter what is immovable and when you strip away the finery, this table still stands. And then he looked at her and I'm like, I wonder what would happen when we strip away your finery. Right. Right. Ours, man. Jonathan Price, get that dude to Emmy. I like the way, like, when she
0: started figuring out something was wrong and the way she was cutting her eyes, looking around the room and stuff, like, I was like, bitch, if you don't just turn around and bolt, you better quit trying to be coy and get the fuck out of there. (laughs) I knew it was too late, but it was just funny. I just like, you better oh man uh, it was so great they threw her net that cell, uh, right next to marjorie <sighs> the
1: thing. she really messed up though because she this whole time she thought that she she was anointing somebody that could like be on some like favor for a favor program but little did she know that she <laughs> picked somebody dude. who had integrity which was so stupid if she wasn't so dumb she would have seen that dude and she has nobody else to check her <laughs> you know, uh, Tywin is gone. Jamie's off. She she wants Tyrion's head on a platter. It's Tommen, I mean, he's just a puppet at this point. So she has nobody to say, hey, this might not be a good idea to give this lunatic. Um, Actually, Littlefinger
0: tried to tell her, but she wasn't trying to hear it.
1: Yeah. I had a few people it's,
0: mention it, but,
1: you know, she she thinks she's the smartest dude in the room, so. It, it You know what it reminded me of? A couple years ago when this whole, like, Tea Party movement started, like, mm-hmm. the Republicans was kind of holding them as, like, their baby brothers, like, to the Republican Party. And then all of a sudden, like, some Tea Party people started saying a bunch of racist shit. Right. And they tried to distance themselves from it. mm mm-hmm. This is exactly what's happening to Cersei. Like, she gave this dude power. This dude is not on the same level as she is, like, way the way she's thinking. And now he's pretty much like, oh, I'm just going to take all this shit down. All of the evil and corruption in this city. And it starts at the top. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, that's where we end up. Can't wait to see what's going on next week. So let's go ahead and get into our kill and uh, quote of the week. Let's, let's start with the quote of the week. What do you got, D?
1: Wonder what we'll find when we strip away all of your finery. Right. Nice. So good. Nice. Man. I thought
0: she was going to go with uh, Lady Elena because I know how you like her bars. Oh, she, uh,
1: man, look, I just felt like I couldn't do any of them justice.
0: Yeah. Well, she's got so many. Like like you said, you could, yeah, too bad you can't just stack hers and use them every week or something. But she's got so many. You can use them for when she's not on. She's got so many. But, uh, okay, mine is we we move forward to victory or we move forward to defeat, but we move forward mm. by King Stannis, something to that good. effect. I didn't say it exactly right, but that was pretty much the essence of it. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Yeah, I like that when he said that. I was like, oh, I, I kind of like that. I feel him on that. And he's like, fuck it. We, if, we, if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. But we're not running. Fuck yeah. that. You yeah. know, we're going, we going down swinging. So, uh, and what's, what's your kill of the week? Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of them, unless you count the ones that happened in the pit. Outside of that, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, kills. i will
1: go with the, uh, for the last impact that it, that it had, I'm going to go with a kill that we didn't necessarily see. Okay. But the, the, the Ramsey. Um, oh, okay. On the kebab, the fillet, the fillet of fish, yeah,
0: fillet of winter (laughs) fail. You know what I'm saying? Get two sides
1: and a biscuit with that,
0: right? (laughs) Okay, that's nice, nice. I'm going with a a metaphorical kill this week. Ooh, yeah, mine is going to be uh uh my boy Samuel Tarley uh. When he uh, when he killed it when killed killed that virginity, (laughs) (laughs) laid it to rest. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he beat it it up, old Gilly. (laughs) This this show is so good, man. Yeah, it is, man. Like Ramsey's awesome. He well, not awesome. He's terrible, man.
0: Yeah, he's terrible. He's (laughs) he's 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 awesome and he's awesome in a terrible sense.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I start. I started doing uh dirt bag of the week rankings. Oh okay. Five uh dirt bags of the week, and huh. I've done it three weeks now. He's been in the top five every week. If he's if he's on the sh- if he's in the episode, he can't not be in the top five. There's it's no it, way. It's not even not him. It's not even him being there. He does shit to stake his claim too <laughs> while he's in the show. He, he, he ain't the type of dude that's like up twenty one in the fourth quarter and he just laying back. He mm. like, nah, I'm gonna get this next text, this next touchdown, and I'm going for two. Right. So he, he just don't care, man. He he makes it on the list every single week, man. He might really go in the Dirtbag Hall of Fame. I, I, I yeah, Maybe yeah. The end of The he will induct them in the Dirtbag Hall of Fame. Sounds good. Sounds good, man.
0: <laughs> but thanks a lot, man, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. No problem, man. I told you, man, time you need me to come through. Got you. All right, man. We're going have to have you uh, on with uh, Latone at the same time. That'll be a real good episode.
1: Yeah, yeah man. Can't wait.
0: All right, Can't man. Wait. Well, with that, uh, why don't you go ahead and um, go ahead and um, uh, pub your show, man.
1: Uh, plug yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Mac and dot com. You can find everything. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks to everybody that listened. now. Uh, and definitely uh, check us out we talk about everything
0: that's right and you know me your boy Dino Red I can be found on Facebook under Dino Red or the Shiznit show or the Red Rock podcast network and uh, we can also be found on uh, Stitcher and iTunes under the Red Rock podcast network and we are on Twitter as uh, Thrones pod um, or the Shiznit show so um, until next week holla at your boy Him!